I want to I want to sort of educate and draw sort of like my a little bit of tinfoil hacks. That's what I do. Um, but also sort of my thoughts on where I think Google is going with all their stuff. Today, we're going to be talking about the Google sort of methodology that they're employing, sort of my feelings about it and what it means for the plumbers that need that source of revenue. First thing is first, it's important for you to understand what the SERP page is. So that's S-E-R-P, that stands for the Search Engine Results page. And if you take a look at it, when you search specific things, you'll find that you get different layouts, okay? And when you, when you, or looking at these layouts, you can start to decide what Google is really trying to do. Now, in the case of plumbers, where you're a home service, it's very obvious what they're doing. So let's take a look at the page itself. And by that means, I'm going to tell you about it because we're not going to edit this thing in because this is mainly for audio, but welcome to it if you're listening via video on my YouTube channel. So if you type in plumber near me, which is the most searched term for a plumber, right? It's also the most competitive, tends to be most expensive. But if you search plumber near me, you will find the layout of the page betrays what Google wants you to do, both from the user side and from the business side. So first thing that you see is you see Google guaranteed ads. Those are the green check mark, also known as Google local services. Google local services is what Google calls them, by the way. So if you're using anything else, um, I, I guess it's wrong. Uh, agencies and plumbers all have like had their own terms for it. But the green check mark, Google guarantee, that's local service ads. That is the first thing that's up at the top of the page. Then as you go down, the next thing that you usually see is going to be three to four search ad placements. So these are the, the classic search ads that everybody has been using for a long time now. Um, almost everybody wants them to work really well for them, but they're tricky in order to, to get operating correctly. Um, so then below that, you have usually, again, because this, this sort of, it, Google's always tweaking this and it changes a little bit, but usually you have the map pack or the snack pack. It's been called multiple things again. So, but we call it the map pack, right? So what you're gonna have is you're gonna have about three listings there, maybe four if somebody has bought a sponsored listing, but three to four listings that show review and like a little bit uh, like the map next to it, click to website, maybe book um, and a call button right there. And then below that you start getting into what we call organic listings. Um, and even some of the map pack, by the way, is organic. The ones that don't say sponsored are organic, which means you don't pay to show up. There's other factors at play outside of monetary. And then you get to the organic listings, same thing. There's factors that allow you to list there um, and that, that are not monetary based. So with that in mind, let's think about the user perspective. Like that's the layout of the page. But if you take a look at the user perspective, if I search plumber near me and I need a plumber, I'm going to Google because I need choices. I don't know who to call. I don't have a specific plumber in mind. There's no loyalty to this. So the first thing I see is I see the Google guarantee ads. That's the GLSA or LSA ads. And they have a review count. They've got a review star rating. And I will use that to determine who I click into and call. Now, the hard part about this is there's no loyalty. It goes straight in. These are often the most cost-effective ads, by the way. Um, so 
I'm immediately, I've got two choices there. It used to be three and they dialed it back to two, um, at least on desktop. I think on mobile, we might still be at three. And then I've got three to four search ads. And then I've possibly got a maps ad. And then I start getting into organic listings. So then there's three on the map. And those, by the way, are heavily influenced by reviews, but majorly by proximity. The, and sort of the information that Google takes from your website to sort of understand what you are. But those, so you have three of those, and the proximity means that I'm going to get listings that are closer in towards me, which makes sense. It's a map pack, right? And so Google is trying to say these people are near you and they could probably serve your problem. Um, then you get into the organic listings, which are not influenced by proximity, but more like the, the structure of websites, the longevity of websites, factors that Google gets to determine as far as um, how they want to rank those. And so you'll often see within those organic listings, you will see maybe one local plumber, and then you'll see uh, Yelp, and maybe home advisor, and they'll have lists that are like top 10 plumbers, you know, in your area, which, which means I would have to go and click into that and then make a choice on another list. It's a lot of work, but this is how Yelp and home advisor resell you leads as they will get the lead into their system somehow and say, Hey plumbers, would you like this? Um, lots of variance, variances on success and lots of problems with the way they operate. That is going to be a topic for another time. So you're ending up, by the time I scroll down, you know, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, um, seven ads placements. And then you have one, two, three, four, and maybe five organic placements by the time I stop scrolling, which means I have a greater than 50% chance of the inventory being ads. And this is, this is the hard part that we run into. So with Google, you're going to have two ways that you can get in front of that customer. One is organic and one is paid. But people are often coming to me and going like, I'm really, I want my SEO better, which underlines a psychology that I think is, I don't want to pay for ads. And when you look at the way that cert page is laid out, you're not going to compete very often if you are not going to pay for ads. Google is consistently tweaking this. So you need to pay for ads. And that's, that is the, the tug of war that has always been between SEO and ads is an SEO, by the way, it isn't free. You have to pay somebody to do it or you have to spend energy to do it yourself. And all of those are resources. Like so, so SEO is in direct conflict with what Google wants because Google is curating their network, right? They're curating their page and their infrastructure to be able to give a really good user experience because they need that user there. And the reason why they need that user there is because they need to sell the advertising. Google's largest revenue driver is the advertising on these platforms, which means that yes, you should do SEO, but you should also realize that at any moment you could be number one and sink down to page three, whatever. I mean, Google does things all the time with their algorithms, right? And tinfoil hat part of me goes, they're going to try and keep this thing fluctuating and rotating and being weird. So that way Google makes more money on ads 
because they don't want you to get that exposure for free. They want to sell you the opportunity to connect with their customer, which I got to say, given that that is their whole objective on the SERP page, it's amazing how complex they made Google ads itself. It's like, really, you can't suss out some of these, some of these intentions that we have. And it seems like they've tried, but the robots never really work for them either. So that's another topic too. But in relation to like how your company needs to manage itself on Google, I think that both are important. But I think that SEO is important, not necessarily from a, um, a I want to be top ranking all the time in a specific zone. Like that is very good to have. And yes, you should be working towards it, but not at the detriment of the speed and consistency of these other forms of marketing that you have right at your fingertips, whether it's ads on Google or ads somewhere else. Um, or community engagement, or events in your area, and things like that. I think that people have a tendency to look at Google and say, that's the easy button, and then they don't do some of the hard things, which is paying for a phone call. It's not going to come today, but it's going to come in two months, three months, six months. But that's how you build a real company. That's how you build a big company. Now, all these things, lead generation, SEO, brand building, they all have a place at the table. I consistently see people lasering their focus into one or two of these things and completely ignoring all the other tools that they have in the toolbox. And then they wonder what they can do when they're too, like they're sitting on a two, two-legged stool and one of those pillars collapses. And now it's really, really rickety. And I've talked to people who built companies on one source of leads, had it suddenly tank, and now they have to contract. Those are really disappointing stories to hear, but those are stories that are out there. Um, so I talk to people on these consults all the time and I keep getting people going like, I really want this thing to work and I really want that thing to work, but they're not putting their attention to these other things that also influence your success. And let me give you an example of that before we, we wrap up here. So one of the things about Google is you have to remember that the person who went there, they didn't know who to call. So they're seeing all these ads and all these listings, right? Now, what if I told you that there was a way to make them familiar with you before they get to that point? So when they see you on that page, they recognize your name. That is an extremely powerful place to be because they didn't realize they knew you. But because of consistent advertising on other platforms and other networks and other inventories, now they're at the point of no return where they have to make a choice. And if your name pops out as something familiar and something that they recognize, then you have a chance to win that click at a much cheaper price than the $80 to $120 that Plumber Near Me might be at the top end of. And you can bid down lower at $12 to $30 and be able to still retain that click. And that's how you build a real brand business off of the back of PPC. All this stuff, it takes time. And it takes, it takes time for it to soak into your marketplace, to soak into the psyche of your potential customer. And that's why I will harp on, like, get these things in place, get them ready so that if you need to throttle them, they're there, right? Like, Google local service ads, get those things ready and going. Because even if they don't yield you a lot, 
Well, it's nice to have that option. Get all your social accounts, get all your ad accounts all ready to go. So that way, when you wake up and you find that one of these things isn't performing as well, you can lean into something else and you don't have to spend four or five days getting it ready or going through a verification process that takes so long that your business is at risk and you have to go get a loan to cover your payroll. That's the last thing any of us want to have happen. So this is a little rambly, but that's, my, that's the way I operate. Um, I hope this gives you a good sort of overview on the psychology you can have with your business with these platforms. Um, I think that most businesses shirk brand building for lead gen, and then they wonder why their marketing costs are so high, number one, but they also never really get traction in a community in the way that they need for long-term sustainability until they have gathered up so many expensive sources of lead gen that the, there is a tipping point that you can reach where, cool, now the lifetime value is proving out. But when you're, when you're early, making a bet on lifetime value is really hard because you don't really know it yet and your business is not quite tuned to the point of some of the other people in the market. So I think rather than looking for the unloyal customer, start building relationships so you get that loyalty up front. Anyway, I hope this is helpful. If you have any questions about marketing, specifically for plumbers, um, I do these consults, which I've already mentioned. And if you go to tylerwilliams.net or mammothforplumbers.com, guess what? You can book one with me. I hope this is useful. You take care. Thanks.